along the Shannon Estuary Way on Live 95 with the Flying Boat Museum in Foynes. Our last visit along the Shannon Estuary Way this year is the village of Labashida in County Clare. I'm joined on the phone this morning by Stephen McDonough. Stephen, good morning to you. Good morning, Trevor. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity uh, to speak about Labashida, the village of Labashida and the Shannon Estuary Way. I really appreciate the opportunity. Not at all. And you've loads to tell me. First of all, tell me about Labashida Lakela. What is that? It's an well, umbrella Labashida group. Labashida Lakela, yeah. Um, it was, uh, we're very su- delighted actually that in 2019, the Clare local development company here uh, uh, in Clare decided that they would complete a very successful community survey in 2019 to coordinate all the different activities and grant applications for community groups um, in the Labashida area for more joined up thinking when we're kind of uh, and for the better of, of, the, of the village. So that, like there's eight different groups, you know, eight different uh, community organisations represented on Labashida Lakela. We've Cool Gales GA Club, the local ladies uh, GA team, Labashida ICA, which my mother Mary is a member of. Um, I'm chairman of the Labashida Projects Group myself, which is to develop sustainable tours and projects along the Shannon Estuary Way. The Labashida Tidy Towns have done Trojan work um, as well uh, in the village, and that's very, very clear to see. And we've actually been been very successful this year, uh, rising eight points in the Tidy Towns competition. And also you have the Shannon Gales GA Club and St. Mary's Athletic Club, our local pastoral council, and also the St. Kieran's uh, Community Centre Committee, which do great work in um, providing different um, activities and events for the Labashid Art for the St. Kieran's Community Centre and they also have a very important monster raffle coming up this, this Christmas because obviously with, with the current times uh, the ongoing running costs of the community centre that uh, they would really appreciate their people's support with that as well you know Okay um, Heritage projects we're talking about and one projects that connect a lot of local communities there is the Napoleonic gun batteries yeah, so actually, um, my mother actually moved here in 1981. My dad is from here. Uh, Frank, my, my late father, Frank McDonough, was actually from Labashida. My mother's actually from, from Derry, and she moved here in 1981. And she joined uh, a lot of local organisations here, uh, one of the Tug of War group, but she also joined the local ICA group, which she's currently a member. Now, she was involved in the conservation of Kilcarran Battery in the early 1990s, and we've kind of continued that now at the minute with regards um, ongoing, kind of providing better access to the battery as well and trying to open one of our most important heritage assets to a wider audience. Now, there's six, uh, there was six uh, permanent gun batteries along the Shannon Estuary Way. You had Dunaha, Kilcredon, Scattery Island, the one here um, at Kilcarn Point in Labashida. You had one where Tarbert Power Station is today, which was actually blown up to make way for the power station. Um, you had one on, on Carrig Island um, near Carrigafile Castle. And there was actually, for your listeners in Limerick, there was a temporary gun battery um, in your fines as well. So there was uh, six permanent and one temporary. Now, what we would like to do here, like we always talk here in Labashida about our own Kilcairn gun battery, but we need to, as part of the Shannon History Way, you know, there's seven communities there that we want to link together because we have a shared history there uh, with regards to gun batteries and not just that, but our military fortifications and also our historical attractions. So there's more that actually joins us together. They might be unique to one area, but there's a lot that, that join us together on the lower Shannon. Sure, Estuary. Stephen, are they all in, in uh, work, not working condition, but are they all still there? All those they, are, they are, would be 
still there, yeah, apart from the one in Tarbert, actually, that was yeah. that was actually, but again, there again, that's still Tarbert's history that we would like, you know, that's still, if there's any, like, historical groups in Tarbert or Glynn or, or even, sorry, in Fines as well, that, that would have a passion. I know there are people out there, I know the Scatter Islands have worked very, very hard, and people in Duna have worked very, very hard to, um, you know, try to preserve the, the, these, uh, and conserve these buildings, and we're no different here in Labashida in trying to, you know, eventually, you know, provide it in, in, into an area that is actually going to be open to the public in future, you know. Okay, I know we're, we're talking here to uh, Stephen McDonough from Labashida in County Clare. Uh, it's our Shannon Estuary series. We're talking about Clare, but there's plenty of links between Labashida and Glynn, even in terms of trade or the oh. war. Exactly, and we had um, some, you know, like even in the townlands here of Labashida, we have townlands there like Mount Shannon and Colemanstown, where the people would remember in the, t- in the days of old, actually making the journey across, rowing across to Glynn for their goods. And, you know, um, I know you've had many other talks during this series on uh, the shops in Glynn, but um, it was easier to make the, that journey across to Glynn um, you know, rather than making that, that long journey, what was perceived as a really long journey into Kilrush for goods. And also Glynn, um, which we'd like to probably maybe resurrect in the future, um, the Glynn football team, the GA team, Gaelic footballers used to, to you know, come across the Shannon, row across the Shannon to play uh, the Gales or, you know, the former Labashida team every year. So that's something we'd like to maybe resurrect in, in the future. And there's also this unusual story of Tom Mangan, who actually... Uh, made this uh, kind of vehicle uh, like a, a cycled across from Glynn in the early 1900s and uh, he made a kind of a, a bicycle attached to two floating planks that he rode across yesterday and uh, there was a football match head- happening here in Renelon in the Labashida side and their RIC officer was going to arrest him for causing a disturbance and uh, he actually cycled back across the, the Shannon Estuary again so he wasn't he wasn't arrested that day, you know. But there is all these these stories um, uh, from Glynn and you know Lahal there on the Limerick sure. side that we really want to, to share. And also we have the the history of you know Labashida Key here. The Alzina was the last commercial wind driven ship on our commercial ship uh, with sails uh, on the Shannon Estuary, uh, which we have that that vast history. And the, I know the, the compass of the Alzina is still um, and the name is still in the Labashida area. So all that that river trade up and down the Shannon. And um, we have an area here in Labashida also, and I know some of your listeners uh, across the water in Glynn would, would know of Red Gap. We used to be one of the, the places where the tenders used to row across to the steamships out in the estuary. And we have a local field here, Shocknessy's Field. So every time you look at Shocknessy's Field, you can imagine all the people who immigrated during the times like the famine. Um, so And all the people that would have been waiting on that field, uh, never ready to board the steamships, never to return to the, this area of Labashida. Okay, Stephen, tell me about the Limerick Piper, who was actually, he was a clearman, is that right? Yeah, so um, in 2017, um, that's a very important, in, in 2017, Flag, and um was, in, was actually took place in Ennis, and uh, we managed actually to uh, unveil a plaque here in Labashida, and that's another link to Limerick that we would really like, um, you know. Uh, the, the Limerick Piper was a local person here, uh, Patrick O'Brien, um, who was born around the year 1775, and he became blind at a very, very young age. He, he, he moved to Limerick City and he wanted to get um, appreciation for his music. He was an Ellen Piper and, and he wanted to get an appreciation in the large houses, uh, the uh, aristocracy in Limerick, but he was unsuccessful. So he actually played in all types of weather in Hearthstone Street and near the Crescent at the top of O'Connell Street. And it was in, it was in that location that in 1844, uh, Joseph Patrick Heverty painted what has now become known as the Limerick Piper. And the painting is on display actually in the National Gallery of Ireland. 
it's amazing to think that he actually was born here in, in Labashida, but obviously as the name of the thing, it's the Limerick Piper. So um, we unveiled a, a plaque here in 2017 at the location of where he was born and near the cottage, where the location of the cottage was. But he's actually buried in uh, Kilquan Cemetery there in Parteen. Um, so we have a link to Parteen just outside Limerick City, but we also have that vast uh, uh, links to Limerick City, including he was actually lived in Nicholas Street um, in, I think, the English Quarter there uh, in, in Limerick City. So um, it's another link that, that we have with Limerick and a very important, um, you know, it's hard when you go to the National Gallery, I've been to the National Gallery and you see the painting, it's it's hard to imagine that, that this, this person you're looking at was, was from Labashida and uh, you must, like, you overcome very, very much uh, all the hardships of, you know, becoming blind at a young age and moving to Limerick City and Know, playing in all types of weather and people getting an appreciation for his music there. And that actually links to our own history here, our cultural heritage in, in Labashida, because we have the very successful Dan Fury Festival, another local person here who used to travel around West Clare with the fiddle tied to his bike, tr- uh, teaching traditional uh, Irish music, but also set dancing. And we have a set dancing festival here, that's very, very well organised by our local uh, community centre committee. Um, so our, it's passion for traditional Irish music and set dancing here in Labashid and also our local Labashid and National School are very, very good at instilling a love of music um, for the local children here and that's very much um, seen uh, at these events in Labashida. Okay, there's a very uh, rich history and, and heritage there and, and we, we ask this question of every contributor as well that the idea of a Shannon Estuary Way as a concept, it seems to really tie in with what you're doing there in your own locality. Oh, most definitely. Um, and it, without the Shannon Estuary, we wouldn't be, wouldn't be able to market, not just the Abishida, but you have all the villages on the Clare side and all the villages on the Limerick side and, and Kerry, a part of Kerry there, that you know, we can market now the Shannon Estuary way to a, a wider public and abroad. And the benefit of this is more people are moving back to the Labashida area. You know, at the, we've we've two very good glamping sites here in Labashida, you know, very different um, attractions as well. We have the Shannon Estuary glamping and we have beds of silk glamping. We've Airbnbs, our local post office is doing really, really well. We've pubs and shops here. And we've also, I must mention, our local uh, new uh, cafe, Charm B, that has opened in the village with, with a pottery studio and also bespoke jewellery. So it's all about you know, providing, the, we're not kind of at the finished article yet, but we're really working with Clare County Council uh, with regards to our services and facilities and making sure that Labashid is a good place to live. And also, if people want to live here and work close by, you know, it's, it's very attractive. We also have cycling trails being organised, and we're also part of the Euro Velo route um, as well, which is a European cycling route. Which is so there's vibrancy now and there's positivity um, throughout the village uh, here as well. And must, I must actually say as well that uh, credit must go to one of our uh, Frank Power, the, the owner of uh, Shannon Estuary Glamping, because. He's been, you know, pushing this for a long, long time. He's actually been up to the doll as well and met with various politicians regarding the Shannon Estuary Way. And I think that was one of maybe the reasons that, that you know, that, that Frank came came back and set up the Shannon Estuary glamping site here along the Shannon. This was a catalyst maybe for everything. But if the, that pressure, initial pressure hadn't been applied to our local politicians and, and national politicians, our local TDs, I don't think it would have got off the ground, you know. Along the Shannon Estuary Way on Live 95. With the Flying Boat Museum in Foynes.